Hi, everyone. Welcome back to The Tish. As a reminder, we release these deep dives in short two-week bursts. And today, we'll start with the Kedushat Levi. Welcome to Tashma, the podcast where you get to listen in on Hadar's Beit Midrash. I'm Rabbi Avi Killa. Today, we're sitting back down for The Tish with Dina Weiss, A Taste of Chassidut. In this mini-series, Dina introduces us to five Hasidic masters. I'm in the studio with Dina to talk about the Kedushat Levi. So Dina, let's set the table. Who wrote the Kedushat Levi? So the Kedushat Levi is one of those books where you can get the name of the author from the book. It's always a relief when you can do that. So the Kedushat Levi was Rabbi Levi Yitzchak of Berdichev. Berdichev is a town in Poland. Mm-hmm. Um, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak is famous not only for his writings, which he is indeed famous for, but also for his personality. There are actually a lot of folk stories that are told about the Kedushat Levi, where he takes God to court and he demands you know, justice and mercy to flow from God to the Jewish people. And in some ways, he is a great scholar and also was a real person, but is also a kind of folk hero. Um, and just the man of legends. Amazing. Can't wait to get to know him. Um, tell us a little bit about the book's style. What makes it distinctive? What's his approach? So what's distinctive about the Kedushat Levy's approach, at least to me, is that it's an interesting melding between who the Kedushat Levy was and what the Kedushat Levy represents. By which I mean that the Kedushat Levy himself was a very, very accomplished scholar. And he's very concerned about accuracy, and he's extremely sophisticated. But what he's sophisticated about is trying to get more merit for the Jewish people, trying to get God to forgive them. And it's interesting to see that kind of syncing up of the Talmudic workings of trying to figure out the mechanism, but what the mechanism is being applied to is God's mercy and God's love. Amazing. So tell me, what do you love about the Kedushat Levi? I like that he's unexpected. There's a way in which we associate, you know, very smart people with being very sharp, often in a kind of negative way. And the Kedusha Levi is very sharp, but in a positive way. And I am always sort of delighted um, by some of his clever analyses and also just appreciative of the way in which they were down to my benefit as he's trying to get mercy for all of us. Amazing. Can't wait to listen. Love and fear are often thought of as being very distinct, almost opposite poles as far as our relationship to God. Love is this force that brings us close to God. It's warm and inviting, and it comes from this recognition that God is invested in us. God loves us. Whereas fear is this force of saying, watch where you're going, be cognizant of where you stand. There are consequences to your actions. And fear is what keeps us from being overly familiar with the divine. And in the Kabbalistic mapping of the Godhead, right, with these different traits, love and fear are represented by two different people. Love is represented by Avraham, and fear is represented by his son, Yitzchak. Avraham is the symbol of being affectionate, of being kind, of being open, and Yitzchak is the opposite. Yitzchak is really a representation of being a little distant, 
being a little rigid, being strict, and being wary. Avraham is very carefree, and Yitzchak is very careful. But the Kedushat Levi dismantles this hard distinction between Avraham as being the lover and Yitzchak as being its opposite. And instead, he says that actually love and fear are much closer than they appear to be. And Avraham's love is undergirded by Yitzchak's carefulness, by Yitzchak's distance and reserve. And we know that one of the most famous and traumatizing moments of the Torah is when Avraham, this paradigm of love, sacrifices Yitzchak. And in that way, Yitzchak becomes also the paradigm for sacrifice. And it is this paradigm of sacrifice that is really the entry point for the Kedushat Levi's understanding of Yitzchak being the core of Avraham's love. And what I mean by this is that fear is also associated with tzimtzum. It's associated with this contraction of the self, right, with keeping yourself from going everywhere you would want to go, and instead making room for other things, making room for other people, making yourself small, keeping yourself out of the way. The Kedusha Levi teaches us right, that love is based on this willingness to take a step back, not take up all the room, be willing to sacrifice ourselves, our own wants and our own needs for the sake of someone else. And we don't usually think of love as being difficult. We don't usually think of love as being something that is demanding of sacrifice. But the Kedusha Levi allows us to understand that that is, in some sense, what love is. That any real relationship requires my being willing to recognize that I'm not going to always get what I want. We're not going to always be eating the food that I want. We're not always going to be going to where I want, when I want. This constant negotiation that we have in our relationships is actually a manifestation of each of us deciding, I'm willing to sacrifice here, you're willing to sacrifice there. I think this model of sacrifice is so important because it can really serve as a litmus test for us in our relationships. On the first level, we really have to investigate ourselves. We really have to look at ourselves and say, am I giving enough, right? Am I actually doing the sacrifices that are required in a really loving relationship? Am I acting primarily out of care and interest for my partner? Or am I primarily just thinking about myself and what I want to do and what I want to get at any given moment. But I think it also works as a test for your partner. If you find that you are the one who is always sacrificing and you never get the sense that your partner is as invested in your happiness as they are in their own, that's a red flag, right? That's a warning sign that maybe your love for them is built of the right stuff, but their love for you is not. And I think that it also allows us to appreciate when other people are sacrificing for us, right? To value that there is a lot of difficult decision-making and a lot of difficult stepping back that is part of any truly loving and truly giving relationship. It enables us to love better and to love with more appreciation.
these small and large sacrifices that we make in our relationships are actually sacrifices of ourselves. They are extremely difficult, but also rewarding, worthwhile, and sometimes pleasant. And the Kedushat Levi is pointing us to understanding this complex nature of love, right? That we often want to think of love as being only about what's warm and what's fuzzy and what's affirming, but that true, deep love requires us to also acknowledge and also do the hard work of sacrificing of ourselves for another person and appreciating the sacrifices that other people are making for us. This episode was produced by Sam Greenberg, Effie Unterman, and Jeremy Tabak. Thank you to David Chabinski for recording and editing this episode. Music for the Tish is from Hannah Raskin's debut album, Raza Capella, produced by Rising Song Records. Yeah, 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 yeah.